The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Welcome to Foundational Missions Leadership Moment. Join your host, Scott McClelland of FX Mission, as he deep dives into the lives of leaders to glean secrets that will propel today's leaders to new heights. Here's Scott. Hi, Scott McClelland here with your FX Missions Leadership Moment Profiles and Leadership Series. Thanks for joining us. We're very excited today to be joined by a couple of ladies uh, that are in the space. Leadership, their take. Uh, we're, we're excited. Just to introduce the idea here, I have a friend, Donna. She's with us, but though she's being quiet. Uh, she, I had asked her to profile someone in leadership because I'm looking for just a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different input. We can all learn from each other. And Donna Absolutely. said, yes, I have someone who would be great for profiling. And she can join us on the podcast, which is very rare. So welcome, Donna. And Tra Donna is here and Tracy Carson as well, who we are profiling. Does that feel strange, Tracy, that we're profiling you? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. not so, Well, welcome, well, welcome. Tracy. Thank you, uh, thank you thank for you. inviting me. Thank you. And yes, yes, very Donna, much. Thank, thank both of you for being here. Absolutely. Uh, the ministry uh, that Tracy's involved with, and as I understand, Donna as well has some involvement, Voice of the Trumpet International Ministries. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you guys, where do you hail from? <laughs> Damascus, Oregon. How do you like that? On the road. On the road. On the road. <laughs> <laughs> A funny thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> Something very, very significant happened on that road. I, yes. I, I remember it well. So... Very cool. Damascus. Locate me for, for those um, of us who are Damascus, geographically challenged. Yeah. Damascus is about 30 minutes from Portland, Oregon. And, oh, I don't know if you know where Clackamas is or Clackamas, Oregon, but Portland, Oregon is well known. So it is yeah. 30 minutes east of Portland. Okay. Toward the coast. No, no away from the coast. Sorry. Away from the coast. Toward Mount Hood. The way, they call it the West Coast for a reason. Sorry about that. <laughs> the other coast, Scott. <laughs> yes. Yes. I didn't say which coast I was talking about. No, That's right. No, I'm joking. But I have a friend who lives in Portland. I've been there once and would love to go back. Damascus, Oregon. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And tell us a little bit about Voice of the Trumpet International Ministries. As I'd mentioned before, Voice of the Trumpet when I think of that, I think about the book of Revelation, but you, you said maybe there's a little, another little angle yes. on there. Voice, Voice of the Trumpet is actually proclaiming God's word. It's proclaiming and preaching God's word. And many times people take that as uh, 
you know, uh, end time prophecy and not necessarily. In fact, if you if mm-hmm. you study what the trumpet is about, it is about preaching the gospel, speaking the word of God. So that's what we do. And what mm-hmm. we are about, though, is we are really about bringing Christians into maturity, not to just mm-hmm. sit in the pew and once a week hear the message and then go on the rest of their week living excuse me, like hell, but but mm. actually applying what they're learning and maturing into the fullness of Christ. And that, that is biblical. So Ephesians mm. chapter four talks about that coming into the fullness of Christ. And so that is what we're about. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that is refreshing to hear. And yes, I'm, I'm tracking with you. And thanks for sharing that. Yeah, there's opportunity for improvement at every hand. Yeah. So we, yes. you know, that absolutely growing up into Christ in all things, that is a worthy pursuit. It sounds like the one you guys are prosecuting. And I'm thankful to hear that, uh, yeah. especially in, in, in our times, almost anything is the number one, two and three goal for uh, ministries, none of which have anything to do with making disciples, <laughs> sadly. So, exactly. you know. Or so it seems, you know, not I don't want to group everyone in there uh, like that. But I mean, Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations. That's right. And somehow that doesn't make it to the top five in in a lot of cases. So uh, thank you. That's refreshing to hear. So, uh, Donna, would you like to come in here and tell us a little bit about how you connect to uh, Voice of the Trumpet International Ministries? Sure. And why you thought it'd be a great idea to have uh, Tracy join us. Well, we would need your next month of broadcast for me to really go in and <laughs> and tell you everything that I was thinking Bless about you. that. <laughs> but um, I can give you a condensed version. Without filleting myself, I threw away my life. I made a lot of wrong mm-hmm. decisions and I hurt a lot of people and I ended up running away from home. When God got a hold of me because I gave my life back to Christ, I grew up in a Christian church as a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember being saved at six. And it was a dramatic encounter with the Lord. And then I promptly said, talk to the hand, pal. I don't need you. Well, you can imagine what happens to your life when you tell God to talk to the hand. It doesn't work out very well. So when I crashed and burned and I needed Jesus, he was him and he took me back and he told me to come home. So mm-hmm. home was you know here in the Damascus area. And Through a very long series of events, I found another gal who knew Pastor Gary and Pastor Tracy, and she invited me to come. I was there at their very first meeting, the very first meeting. It was October 11th, 1999, and I actually got called up. That had never happened to me ever in my life. I grew up in a Lutheran church. Uh-huh. And so for him to call me up and I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And they spoke <laughs> a word over me and it just changed my life forever. And then the process started and I got changed. Mm-hmm. I got I got changed. And literally I would not be who I am, where I am in any phase of my life as a mom, as a Nana, as a business professional, as a Christian, as a beginning stage leader. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Pastor Tracy and Pastor Mm -hmm. Gary and what they built at Voice of the Trumpet International Ministries. I am so blessed to call it my home. 
and oh, I yes. call her my mom. <laughs> oh, yes, Donna. Donna yeah. is our spiritual daughter. That is for sure. That is for sure. But that is our heart. That is our heart to to see people change and to come into their calling. That really is. And mm-hmm. and you know, since this broadcast is about leadership, I I want to talk about what led us into you know the calling of the ministry. And, uh, you yeah. know, a lot, of, a lot of people don't realize that ministry is not a profession or a job chosen from a list of ideals or concepts. It's truly a calling of God. And so when you have that calling, you have a passion. And again, the passion is to see God's people change. And when Donna came to us, Donna is a beautiful, beautiful person inside and out. But the Lord is after... Uh, bringing healing and wholeness into his people. Mm. And the beautiful part of Donna is she allowed that, you know, so, but uh, I, you know, I also want to address some things here with leadership. And that is oftentimes when people are called, he's going to sit you in places as a young child or a young adult life where you witness the good, the bad, and the ugly in church leadership, as well as in Mm. the business world. You know, as a young girl, I, I was sent to a Christian private school where I observed character. And, and the Lord, as you know, is really after character. I observed characters sure. that were reputable and upright others that were noxious and villainous, as well as those who were apathetic and feeble. They just stand by and watch. And as the years advanced, not realizing that the Lord had seated me where they sat, and Ezekiel 3 talks about that, you know, I spent much time with several pastors in their homes, seeing the inside pressures of ministry. All of this builds and constructs a leadership core in a person. Hmm. And although these settings were not my personal course of ambition, I want you to know as a young child, a young girl, I had different ambitions, and yet the Lord always put me in these places. And what I learned was what to do and what not to do. Now, here's the key. Hmm. (laughs) Um, In the beginning of a person's walk, I think we vainly imagine that we learn from the mistakes of our mentors. You know, we were, and Uh it's like we we sit back and we go, boy, I'd never do that. I would never (laughs) do that. And, uh, you know, I was quickly humbled while facing challenging oppositions and sheep bites. You know, and Donna Uh has, has watched this and Donna has humbly, um, one of the things that, that I love about her and is rare is how she has watched and she has experienced many different things by sitting and watching. And with that is an incredible, beautiful character that is being built and has been built, I will say. And wow. uh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank wow. you. Because it, it takes it takes people that are called into leadership to follow. It really does. Uh, yeah. Leaders follow. 
And, um, you know, God never calls the perfect. He never calls the seasoned. He right. perfects and seasons the called throughout their walk. <laughs> and yes. wow. unfortunately, he uses people to do that. And it's easy to be perfect <laughs> where there's no people, you know, and it, that's right. just the course of it. But, uh, but yeah. you know, yeah, the various trials and errors in leadership, that's what brings maturity and seasoning. Very good. Well, let me let me compliment you two because I I think it's rare in my experience. I've been I don't know. I've been walking with the Lord uh, since I was sixteen. I'll I'll turn fifty one next week. So I'm I'm a few minutes in. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a few minutes in, and 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 it sounds like we all are. <laughs> mm, yes. So, yes. So uh, the fact that you guys have been walking together, you know, just over the 20 year mark, to me is like, uh, it's comp, you know, should be complimented and and noted. It's not that common, sadly, that we see that. Especially in 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 a high performing environments or in in in, in environments like you're describing, you know, where you have uh, a crucible uh, or people are being <laughs> yes. developed yes. and 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 circumstances, and, yeah, yes. everything coming together. Jesus is making us into His own disciples after His uh, image and likeness, and and we're being, you know, that's not that's not designed for comfort. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. Congratulations, ladies, on 20 years recently passed. Yes. Uh, oh, thank you for thank your you. example in that regard. I, I really, that's honorable, and I want to make sure and honor oh, it. Thank and, you, uh, Scott. Yeah. One, one yeah. thing that I want to point out, the first thing that came to my mind when you had asked me, was there anybody I wanted to profile? I, I came, obviously, I, I do have a calling on my life, and I was gifted am gifted. And what I did when I was apart from Christ is I learned how to use my gifts to build who I was. And I built mm -hmm. everything based upon my gifts. Yeah. And Pastor Tracy and Pastor Gary, they very wisely taught me that Donna, no, 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 we don't build a ministry on gifts. We build it on character. And mm -hmm. re reversing course on that is not easy. It's not quick. Although I do say it probably could have been quicker if I wasn't so <laughs> stubborn <laughs> and oh, wow. dense and possibly rebellious. And um, but I, I, that's just kind of the thing that I thought about because I do know that there are a lot of people that they think that they can make it on their gifts. And I'm here to tell you that you can't and you don't want to because the pressure cooker gets turned up so high, you will break. The devil will make sure that you have so many things come at you at the same time that you will break. And so in this crucible, which I love that word that you said, in the crucible, you learn how to withstand all the pressure so that you can hold the new wine, you know, his mm. presence. Yes. Right. Yes. Amen. Wow. Thank you for joining Scott with today's Leadership Moment. We hope you've apprehended an inspirational nugget or two that, when activated in your own life, will be imparted into those you lead. You may contact Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit fxmissions.com to learn more about how you can grow your own leadership and engage in missions. Until next time, good day, everyone. <laughs>